All right, I'm going to tell a joke. Okay. So, so Syrian terrorists, in an effort to demoralize the Catholic Church, kidnap the Pope. Okay. Now, we have to keep in mind, this is sort of a true tale of the Bible, okay. but not quite. And by demoralize the church, this joke sort of comes from Totally Gross Jokes, Volume 2, written in the 80s. Oh, I used to have all those books. Yes. I, <laughs> truly Tasteless? Truly Tasteless. Yes. But this is, this is before, say, certain realities of the Catholic Church yes. <laughs> came up to light. So they kidnapped the Pope, who at this point would be Pope John Paul II, I guess. Okay. And they keep him locked up for three days and three nights until they decide how they're going to demoralize the Catholic Church. Okay. So what they decide is... This is a really long joke. It's, it's, it's worth it. Um, what they decide is they're like, all right, Pope, we're going to film you having sex with a prostitute. And then we're going to play it on TV and everybody's going to see you for a hypocrite and you'll be soiled and the Catholic Church will be desecrated. So he's like, if I must, but I have three requests that you must abide by. So the terrorists kind of look at each other and they're like, what's your first request? And he goes, this, this poor, this child, this angel of God, she must not see the sin she is about to uh, perpetrate. So you must blindfold her. I'm like, all right, what's your second, second uh, request? <laughs> he goes, this, this lamb, this, this innocent who you seek to sully, she must not hear the horror she's about to inflict upon me. So she must be, have earmuffs on. She must have earplugs on so she can't hear. So like, all right, and, and your third? And the Pope thinks for a second and goes, <laughs> she's got to have really big tits. <laughs> anyway, Trash out Street. Trash out Street. Lou. Jamie's eight. Back in studio. Yeah. And breaking uh, the law. Yeah, breaking the law, though at this point. So I think we're like what, like two months in? Yeah, two months in. I think they said to what, June something. June third now, it's the weird stage, whatever. But as I'm sure you've all seen, or most of you have seen, people are really starting to fucking phone it in on social distancing yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, it's been fun. Yeah. Being alone, <laughs> isolated. Mm-hmm. Me as well. Mm -hmm. um, I've been going for my walks, and I swear everyone in my neighborhood goes for walks, and yeah. no one wears masks. Mm -hmm. um, so then I started going to the graveyard, and people started infiltrating the graveyard. Yeah, which graveyard do you like? It? Uh, the one across the church, the church oh, yeah. um, oh, across right. Egypt Road. Oh, is that a cool graveyard? Um, it's okay. I don't you know. know, like you know, like it's old ones. It's uh, it's got some old. I found some seventeen hundred births. So oh, cool. Yeah, awesome. You get to learn the history of Oaks, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah, I actually started running again. I ran a little mm -hmm. yesterday. I ran cool. uh, a little less than two and a half miles. Uh -huh. Pain-free, just a little sore. Awesome. So that's good. Yeah. Playing teacher and um, yeah. have my birthday. Yeah. And tomorrow's Mother's Day. So yeah. happy Mother's Day mm -hmm. uh, two weeks from now. <laughs> yes, or if not more. Yes. So as it goes, um, as of the, this recording, I still have to finish our... First slash second Skype cast. Yeah. And put it out. And someday I have to get around to actually editing and putting out bonus content we yeah. recorded way back in episode 72. Well, I think we kind of did that just in case we 
Well, I want to put that out at some point. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's just, I see it sitting there, and I'm like, oh, I'll get to you someday. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of uh, fox-related YouTube yes. videos. So Save a Fox, they're uh -huh. out of... Uh, Minneapolis or mm -hmm. Minnesota. They're like a suburb of Minneapolis, yeah. I presume. Mm -hmm. Super cute. They're super awesome. Yeah. And I've been obsessively watching these videos. They're like little dogs and they go, they sound like they're like babies. It's oh, so... the first time it was scary, actually. Like, the one. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. And uh, Michaela is like super fascinating in my opinion. But uh, she's a nut. Um, I like her. I described it recently. It's literally watch, watch, watch all like the Tim Treadwell footage. From Grizzly the Man, like all the shit he filmed, other than you know when he was getting eaten, <laughs> and that's it. Was, seriously, the way she is with the foxes is how he was with the bears. And she's got like minks and yeah. bobcats. Yeah. And she she did a video of Catter Day today that oh. she was feeding Schizo and her other cats. Oh, nice. Finnegan Fox was trying to eat some of the treats and stuff. Oh. Yeah. He doesn't eat the fo the kitties. No, no. Mm. And the best part is apparently you can adopt foxes as pets. Yes. And and you should. And we determined that like like baby, like foxes make baby kitties look like horse shit. <laughs> like, I was like, "Fuck you, Asano!" I just hit him yeah, in the oh, face. Please. I was like, "Can you stop bugging me and pro watch video foxes?" <laughs> and she was like, "This." My one friend Kristen, she has a fox that's been like, they'll feed and stuff, and it hangs out with this like this cat. Yeah. And like they don't attack each other or anything oh, awesome. like that. It's it's pretty cool. My know? cat showed me her vagina last night. Oh, that's, that was not that's, cool. It was horrifying. Um, pretty weird. So I think secret confession time. Not really confession time. This is on her own. Oh, so have been that lonely in isolation? No, but so apparently sometimes spade cats, like they can go into quasi like false heat if all the ovarian tissue doesn't get hmm. removed. And so this a lot of times happens years after the fact. Huh. So I think my cat's been going into quasi heat. Do you have a lot of... Q-tips. <laughs> no, and that did shut. Although they say one of the things they do is you're supposed to swab their with jeans to test them for estrogen. Uh, so did you? No, with my tongue. <laughs> and I finished Westworld. Yeah, is Westworld uh, done? Done or? Um, the season three is. I thoroughly enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Enjoyed it. It reminded me a little bit of like Fight Club, and it was just very interesting. Yeah. I think. Um, Evan Rachel Wood is her character. Dolores Abernathy is fucking rad. Yeah. I think she's so cool. I like Maeve as well too, and it's kind of those two. It's not, it doesn't have like the buzz that like it, it did. Definitely, the few people who talk about it like this season. I really liked it. I didn't know what to expect uh, out of it, and I, I thoroughly was Maeve it. like the prostitute who got like super intelligent. She um, was the the madam. Yeah, the prost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, and she's, she's cool. like they raise her intelligence. And, yeah, yeah. And Dolores Abernathy is just yeah, I know a badass. Yeah, for me, I watched the Daryl Hammond documentary. Mm -hmm. Really fucking dark. Have I, to watch it. I read the Mackenzie Phillips book. Mm -hmm. High on Arrival. Ooh. And without hyperbole or exaggeration, someone does drugs on every page <laughs> of like ninety percent of the book. <laughs> and I'm talking like there's a very brief chapter. Or not even that. There's a very three pages in the beginning when she's not doing drugs mm -hmm. when she's seven. <laughs> but then, like, her mother was a big alcoholic, and, of course, her father was doing all the drugs. Yeah. Then once she starts doing drugs... She it, does like, all the drugs. I mean, yes. Yeah, so, like, she was very big into shooting cocaine. Oh, wow. They tell a story, and I'm not going to go into too much into it. So when she was 14, mm -hmm. she was at the premiere of 
American Graffiti. Okay. Just where she got her start. She was in American Graffiti. And uh, John Phillips, her father, gave her like quaaludes. And she was so fucked up that he had to keep sneaking her coke to wake her up during the premiere. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's, it's fucking... It's, it's like, oh my God, that happened? Then it's like, oh no. Then it's like, oh no. She, she's on drugs for a long time. At one point, she maybe gets kidnapped and held captive for a week. Hmm, interesting. Um, drugged. Really? No, like, it's, it's hard to say. It's weird. So she tells the story, like, she, got, she gets, like, roofied at a club. And she wakes up and she's just in like sweats and these people in the room won't let her leave. Uh-huh. And she said like, she's like, at one point she's like, yeah, and I think the food was drugged because I would just, I was in a fog the whole time and I would just, there's this fish tank and I would just talk to the fishes. <laughs> um, and then like finally this guy, they don't describe, they describe him as a, as a sort of a robust like Italian gentleman bursts in and rescues her. And it's clear, like, like she got sent by John Phillips. Mm-hmm. And it's got clear, like, he's a mob guy. Yeah. And there are a couple instances like that where you're like, oh, hey, like, Papa John was a little mobbed up. <laughs> it's even more, so she, she's on drugs forever. Like, including when she's, like, she's pregnant with her son. Ugh. She gets clean. She's clean for a long time. She has, she gets a boob job. And she eventually gets hooked back on the drugs. Mm-hmm. And that one's like the sad one because it's like, oh, you're, you're almost there. She was there for like over 10 years. It's like her career was back. And that's like Carrie Fisher. Yeah. And it ends like talking about how, so it ends in 2000. She's like, yeah, you know, not really getting much work. And, and of course, if you don't know, there's the part where she had a 10 year incestuous affair with her father. Yeah. That's really fucked up. Yes. Anyway. I, I read 21 lessons for the 21st century. Oh, you think that makes you a big woman? I do. Think it, no. Oh, so tell me about it. <laughs> I would not read it now during quarantine. <laughs> there is some very interesting stuff. Towards the end, it was kind of a bummer. It was all about like religion and mm-hmm. like faith and stuff. And I'm not a religious person yeah. by any far amount. Mm-hmm. But um, it was kind of like, why bother? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, but it, it, it had mm-hmm. some interesting stuff in, in there about yeah. just... It reminded me actually a lot of Westworld, like the mm-hmm. computer algorithm mm-hmm. and just like how... We only have maybe about a decade or two of maybe <coughs> free will in quotes before all the machines. The singularity and all that, yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. Not that they're like these cold-hearted, you know, mm-hmm. we're going to find John Connor type of machines. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, like they know everything about us. They, mm-hmm. you know, I'm on Strava and my Garmin. They could tell your heart rate and they keep all this information. Yeah. It's very interesting, but... Uh, and there was also, like, they're talking about the different classes. Is there's going to be, like, a useless class? Like, just oh, because... Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought for a second you meant, like, classes in school. No, and no. It's like, like welcome to you. All right, yeah. of, of people or whatever uh-huh. because, it's, you know, it's it's, it's, inter- it's interesting. Just maybe not a quarantine to read. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that sucks. As, as a member of the technological elite, <laughs> I feel for you. Um, this is going to be my normal thought about, like, Star Wars droids, although this is... Mm-hmm. tangential to that because so many sci-fi movies and, and and tv shows and whatnot if they don't straight up have the the robots rising against the humans they have robots in a subservient position yeah you truly say if ais became self-aware they wouldn't look at that and be like yeah that's fucked up dude i agree or would it be like um did you see ex machina i did 
It'd be like that. Well, that's what the book was saying wouldn't happen. That they're going to be uh, so subservient that you wouldn't even know. They're like, you expect them to like just rise up against you. Like that's what uh-huh. we had been t- almost taught. Yeah. Like in watching these sci-fi movies, yeah. where they'd be like, you'd they know everything about you. So uh-huh. why would they? They wouldn't really need to destroy you. Well, that's make sort you of useless. like honestly, like the, the the second two Matrix movies were were trash. I didn't see for that. the most part. You're not missing anything. But a lot of the subtext is they didn't... The reason that the robots didn't just kill all the people or do something to them is because they didn't need to. Yeah, that's... Because right. it's a very AI type of thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, a, it's interesting. Yeah. Interesting book. It is, yeah. You should read happy books. Like, I uh, am. I'm reading a book now. I forget what it's called, but it's a guy who rides his bike from Oregon to, like, Patagonia. Oh. And, like, didn't really prepare. I forget what it's called. It's, like, a best-selling book. Yeah, I've heard... It's like, I'd have to look it up, but... Yeah, and I, I almost, just started it, like, a couple yeah. days ago. I'm, like, maybe 35, 50 pages That's in. what, um, like, Neil Pert, the late, great Neil Pert, at one point... So, Neil Pert of Rush, the greatest band ever, that ever was and ever will be. Um, like, you know, like, he, like, they came off... They were on some tour. It might have been for Moving Pictures. I don't even remember what. And, like, he got news the second, like, he got home that his daughter... The 19-year-old daughter died. She was mm. in a car accident. Then several months later, his, like... It was his ex-wife, who he was close to, like, died of cancer. So he just... He's like, I'm done, guys. And he basically rode around on a motorcycle for two years. That's pretty And they cool. were like... And we just get motor... We just get, like, postcards from him. And we know he was doing all right. And I think he wrote a book about that as well. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. But um, you know what else is interesting? Music. Music. I know. We're about 15 minutes in. Yes. Um, so there's pretty cool band camp on May 1st. They waived, mm-hmm. like, all their fees uh, yeah. for bands and stuff. So mm-hmm. all the money you... Uh, spent if you bought something from Bandcamp went directly to the band. So uh, a lot of a lot of mm-hmm. artists and bands came out with uh, some stuff to put yeah, on. Bandcamp. And I would say literally every band I have ever bought something from, like of of Bandcamp, had sent me an email. Yeah, yeah. Um, Angel Olsen, I think, re-released. Yeah, she her did album, something. Her yeah, first album and. Yeah, everyone either had something out or they did... Yeah, it's very interesting. I guess the band camp's going to be doing that maybe like once a month. I don't know, but... That's that, good, but... Something of that sort. But I know like like Starcaller put out demos and stuff. But anyway, yeah, it was a it was a very exciting... People were excited about it, too. Yeah, it was cool. I'm glad they do that type yeah. of stuff. Um, do you want me to start off? Yes. So, Off With Their Heads. I'm a bit of a fan, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. They came out with... It's called Non-Essential... Volume one, Off With Their Heads, if you didn't know, is from Minneapolis slash Chicago. They, Ryan lives in Chicago mm-hmm. now. So Ryan put out for just one day only. Mm-hmm. You could buy it, and then it was gone. Yeah. Um, it was more or less like demos, unreleased stuff, covers, out of print. So, and I, it, it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It was, I forget how much money it was. But it wasn't very expensive mm-hmm. or whatever. So anyway, I'm obviously a big fan, so I went and downloaded it. So I, I told Lou, I'm like, oh, just check my band camp and you can listen to it or yeah. whatever. And then I'm like, it's private. You can't. So I ended yeah. up sending him songs. Mm-hmm. There's demos of the one song or a couple songs, Always Alone, a song called Listerine, which became my episodes off of Home, uh, Shambles, which I sent Lou. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of covers. My favorite cover was Care of Me, uh, Morning Glory. I thought it was a really cool cover. Just done a lot differently, a lot shorter. Yeah. I also sent you Shambles that I just talked yeah, about. Yeah. It was interesting. It's one of my favorite songs that I think wasn't on any regular albums. And it's just really cool. You can see the progression of the band and like just where yeah. it kind of came from. It's a lot more punk rock, I would say, version. Splendid Isolation, Award Zivon. Uh, I thought it was a yeah. rad cover of that. 
Uh, Why Do You Care, Jesus and the Mary Chain cover, Stay With Me's really, really cool Dictator cover, and Nick Fit, uh, Quincy Punks. I totally forgot about the Quincy Punks. I know you won't know who they are, but no, no idea. I used to love the Quincy Punks back in the day. I think they're from Minneapolis anyway. Um, there's also covers from Pegboy, Swinging Utters, um, Bouncing Souls. Um, as I said, I thought this was pretty cool. He's going to do this every time Bandcamp does this. I'm an off with their heads fan, so yes. automatically I like it. Mm-hmm. it. Would I say, like, jump on? Oh, you never listened to him? Jump on mm-hmm. this? You probably would be like, what is this? This is kind of weird. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's more or less for the off with their head fan. But I thought it was really cool. I've been rocking it. Mm-hmm. I like it. So uh, I would say pick it up, but maybe... Um, I don't know how you would even find yeah. it, but just be on the radar. Just check out Anxious and Angry. Website. Jamie will send you the songs. Yes, I will send you the songs if you want. So yeah, Off With Their Heads, Non-Essentials, cool stuff. Yes, I like Off With Their Heads. Yeah, they're, I think they're yes. a cool band. They have something come out May 20th. They're having, um, they're doing an acoustic version of the album they just came out with, Be Good. They're doing all the acoustic covers. Uh, just you know, just for some money, mm-hmm. and they just wanted. I feel bad for them. So when they they were they toured, I got mm-hmm. to see them beginning of the at the end of the summer. I think it was in mm-hmm. August, right before school started, and they had like a very bad tragedy happen in Vancouver where someone got really messed up mm-hmm. in a bad accident. Um, so they canceled their whole tour. Yeah. So then they were set up again. They're touring with Dakota or Slingshot Dakota, yeah. and because of COVID, they had a you know yeah. obviously no one's touring. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah, off mm-hmm. with their heads. Good shit. I am a fan. Yes. Um, also, this before I go do my music. Um, so a lot of bands have been... Um, they've been doing sort of these weird pop-up shows because they can't tour. Like uh, like YouTube shows or like uh, Twitch shows. Yay. And Shauna Cleveland of La Luz has been doing like basically guitar lessons. Oh, that's actually really it, cool. it is, but it's funny. So she shows like... It's a, it's like this is this is like sort of a riff for my favorite her favorite solo. I don't remember what the song was offhand. We'll say like Sure Spring or something like that. Okay. And she's basically showing the anatomy of it and it's really cool. And she's like, and this is a bent note, and this is this, and this is a, like a, a minor fifth, and this is this. Oh, that's cool. And she breaks it down and plays it real slow, and you're like, I could do that. And then she lets it rip and you're like, uh-uh. 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 <laughs> so it's pretty cool. Like a lot of people have been doing that. And I know Starcrawler. Uh, did a show like a couple there like a lot of people did I saw yeah. Patty Smith did one yeah everyone's doing these little pop up jobbies uh, Zach from the Paris has been doing a lot but he's like what I, what I've heard from him talking on different podcasts he has like some mental issues sometimes yeah and you can kind of see him just spiral like mm-hmm. in and out of stuff and like yeah. it's pretty cool because you can sit and talk to him mm-hmm. and and stuff but it's just kind of sad to see him he, just kind of go a little crazy yeah. but like Brandon Blaine does dance parties really yeah yeah Division of Laura Lee they they have a new album coming out I listened to a couple of the songs Mm -hmm. really really good but they had a a concert that they did in wherever they're from uh, Uh, Sweden Sweden or something and uh, they had a a concert Uh, on whatever uh, uh, YouTube or something like that it was pretty (laughs) neat so tell me about Slapjack Slapjack so Slapjack is one that got bumped off the Fiona Apple episode Mm -hmm. and I cut any reference to talking about it out of that episode Flapjack is out of Newcastle, Australia. It's a seven-piece. Oh, interesting. Yes. And this album is their debut EP, The People You Meet, and it came out 416. Okay. I thought but, it was just a single. Oh. For Slapjack? Mm. <laughs> well, tell me more. 
Oh. Just don't puke. I won't. I have potato chips. I don't chips want your COVID puke. I don't think you'd do that. I know you were eating out of Wawa's trash can. Yes, like like Winnie the Pooh, and a book got stuck, and someone someone put a carrot in there, like so it looked like a snowman. <laughs> I was like, oh bother. Slapjack. Yeah, Slapjack. This is their first album, and it came out this year. Like I found like a performance of them from 2016. Oh, really? So I think they did a lot. They they started out doing a lot of covers. Hmm. And I think they might have started recording a couple years ago in between, like, performing. That's cool. And Slapjack is... It's basically a funk soul band. Okay. Is the easiest way to describe it. I mean, the easiest way, that's what it is. During all the, you know, like, the last time we recorded um, an episode that's already out, Fiona Apple episode. We. A Fiona a day. Um, At that point, I was just, like, looking for things that were different and... For lack of a better word, easy to listen to. Yeah. And this fit the bill. So like I said, it's like very funk instrumentation and music, a lot of horns, soulful voice, reminiscent of Adele at times, of um, what's her name, Uh, who did all the drugs and died at 27. Uh, Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse. Yes. And... uh, Yeah, I did listen to this. I listened to it a while ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Probably when we were originally going to Yeah. It opens up with RHB... Which I think means redheaded bitch. And like the first thing you hear is the chucka chucka bow bow the guitar of like the good funk guitar before the horns kick in. And it's really reminiscent of something that would play at the beginning of an older Quentin Tarantino movie. Okay, yes. Like if you did another, you know, Jackie Brown 2 mm-hmm. or something like that, you know, before he got into his quasi historical drama. Or something from Shaft, if he did, like. Yes. I think. I don't no, yeah, definitely. Okay. But yeah, I mean, seriously, actually, that whole 70s era. Mm-hmm. To go up with that really funky guitar, and then uh, I think Izzy, the singer, just belts it out. And this song's really good because it's about falling for the wrong woman. Ooh. And the lesson it teaches is if you want a real connection without the sweet sting of pain, stay away from redheaded women and that cherry. Champagne. Ooh. Truer words, Jamie. Truth, I would say. Truth, Truth. beauty. Um, Spitting truth. And that bleeds into Too Late, which is about sort of a fight in a relationship where the the main character of the song refuses to be subservient to sort of walk, you know, to her own drum. Mm-hmm. It's where actually the title, It's the People We Meet, come from. Okay. And this is only five songs, um, so it's a pretty quick listen. Mr. Melancholy has this really crazy guitar, like funk guitar duel mm-hmm. in the middle, and you get to hear a, a, a woo! Which I always... want to say, yeah, I listened. You that might have been my it, favorite yeah. song on there. It might have been. I... Too Soon is the most mellow song of the album. And Watson has an insane amount of energy. It's sort of a, a revenge song. And a lot of these songs actually remind me, I was thinking about like a less disco-y Donna Summers. And it, that's basically what it is. It's really good. It's different. My problem is sometimes the songs are a little too... Long in the tooth. A little too long and a little too samey for my taste. But they're really good. I, I like it a lot. The other thing I forgot that made me interested in listening to this was I was going through my a folder on my, on my computer, mm-hmm. like a, a bookmark folder. And I have one that's just called Music to Follow Up On. Okay. And I had forgotten I put this. It's a band, a cover band called Brown Sabbath. <laughs> so it's a it's a lounge band, and they play Black Sabbath covers. That's and awesome. it was them doing um, 
Fairy Boots, which is like my favorite song, one of my favorite Black Sabbath songs. So I really went down a rabbit hole there, and then I eventually ended up listening to Mac Sabbath. Ooh. Which is, it's a band. I've heard of Mac Sabbath before. Yeah, they all dress up as McDonald's characters, and they do quasi-covers of Black Sabbath tunes, but they're all about, like, McDonald's food. It's really bizarre. (laughs) That's pretty awesome. I mean, honestly, it's probably a better concept than it is an execution. Yeah. But yeah, Slapjack, you should check them out if you like some funk and you want a short album. I, I think you threw me when you said a whole album. I'm like, wait, I don't remember listening EP, more than... Yeah, yeah I remember uh, mm-hmm. an EP. An app, if you prefer. So I'm going to talk about a couple singles. Oh. Mets. We've, we've discussed Mets yes. before. They came out with um, two single, singles, Acid and Slow Decay. And Mets are from Toronto, and um, they're off of Sub Pop. They're noise, post-punk, kind of alt. I actually took a picture of what the Van Camp thing said about it. Anyway. Acid is a song about having a fresh perspective, a newly widened outlook on the world and one's life, being shaken awake from the malaise and realizing there is no time for petty bullshit. Mm. Love what you love, love who you love, embrace it, and don't wait. I don't know that it would have got that from the song <laughs> Me Acid, neither. which I loved. <laughs> Yes. Uh, really good. Yeah, but I would not... Um... So Acid was my favorite song out of the two singles. Mine too. It's very noisy alt rock. Uh, the vocals are not as distorted. Yeah. Like Mets always kind of has like this mm-hmm. distortion in the vocals. A very, I would say this is less noisy and more heavy alt rock slash grunge. Yeah. Um, it's very guitar rig- uh, guitar driven. And for Mets, it actually has like a catchy chorus, which mm-hmm. is kind of weird. Not weird. It works really well. It's a really cool yeah. song. It just reminded me of something as we were talking about uh, Amrap or whatever yeah. the other. I really like it. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Slow Decay is the other single. It's That has a very noisy beginning mm-hmm. and it has some um, electro distortion going yeah. through it. Uh, the vocals are distorted, but you can hear him, him sing or they sing and it's not screamed. It's mm-hmm. actually sung. And that song kind of weirdly has like a mellow but slash noise feel to it. Mm-hmm. I thought there was like two solid singles. They haven't had anything new, really new. They had an album called uh, Automat, which is more or less a collection of like mm-hmm. B-sides and um, off of like other singles from 2019. I don't think I ever uh, reviewed it just because uh, it wasn't anything super new. But the last time was Strange Peace. But anyway, I'm not, after hearing um, Acid, I'm really interested in hoping they put out a new album this year yeah. or next year. So um, it's really cool. It's very different for them. It's like yeah. less noise. Stri- mm-hmm. It's noisy still. Mm-hmm. You would still say it was noise rock, but there's like kind of more going on musically, I think. Um, I don't know. I yeah, like it's, it. It's like um, taking a, a mouthful of candy that's a little too sweet and is extremely jagged. Mm-hmm. But in a good way. Yeah. That, That's it, what, yeah, it's like crazy. I liked it a lot. I thought it was good. Yeah. I really like it. Mm-hmm. I always like Mets. They're good. Good stuff. So, during that band camp, artists get everything day. Yeah, that was Mets as well. Yes. But... Cherry Pickles released yes. a, uh, a two, I guess an EP or like a, a I, single. Yeah, I guess two singles. Cherry Pickles. Cherry Pickles, who, because we talked about last year. I know. I think everything we reviewed... Other than your last one, um, we have reviewed on the podcast yes. before. We've been around a while. Yeah. Been around the block a couple <laughs> times. <laughs> I did that. Um, like, so, so this was two. It was um, the first song, "The Girl Who Was Afraid of Gin," mm-hmm. is a sweet little love song about a girl who everyone thinks is boring, but 
when she drinks, she gets the murder in her heart. Yeah. So she doesn't drink because she doesn't want to murder her boyfriend. I really like that song. That's it's really yeah, cool. very touching. And then whiskey breath. It's it's which or whiskey breath, which is Portuguese. Whiskey is Portuguese for whiskey. Oh, really? Yeah, I know, shocker, right? <laughs> I did look it up just to make sure. Um, is is uh, a single that uh, the Brazilian member whose name escapes me now, Joel or whatever. Yes, I think it is. Joel recorded in her bathroom while you in can Brazil. tell. Yeah, and you can tell. <laughs> And it's I like it. It's so raw. It's really bizarre. You can barely too. hear her vocals are so muffled, yeah. but it just works. It's muffled it's and really the guitar's cool. really distorted. Yeah, I like it a lot too. Yeah, it's bizarre. But yeah, I like both these songs and I I thought like, it was cool. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I can't wait to hear more from Cherry Pickle. So I did I'm not gonna review well I'm not gonna review it because it was so short. A song that was a light album I was gonna review was the Danzig sings out this album. Mm-hmm. I'm not good. That's what Mark said too. He yeah. said, and eh, no. I was like, no. Yeah. Oh, well. It's a shame because Danzig's basically doing Elvis when he sings. Yeah. And I knew particularly Job actually singing Elvis. I haven't songs. heard a lick of it, but. I heard bits and pieces. Enough to, like, is like, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole any further. They listened to Mother 93. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> Though, um, Lucifer Fudge is the best. Lucifer Fudge is my favorite. It's. <laughs> And then I read uh, his comics that he did, uh, Goth and uh, Igrat. Goth, was it Veronica? Was his... Veronica was his label, yeah. and like... I remember we sold it, we had to put it with the adult well, comics. Well, well, it was like, I remember the one... Remember I just what? remember it was a monster with a gigantic cock. Yeah, I forgot what it was called. And you then, remember that like total creepo? That was like, do you have oh. any... Uh, Furry? Uh, yeah. I can't remember what I he was asked. thinking. Uh, no, the guy when Eddie Glover broke broke the adult comics. Yeah, rack. I was thinking about the other. The I don't want to say his name. Mm. CB, who was all into like uh, furlough. Yes. Really, anyone's in those comics is great. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> but we both were like, Ooh. Oh, uh, <laughs> let me get my rape whistle. <laughs> don't drink anything. Don't touch anything. It might have roofies on it. <laughs> like dice roller kid. Everybody. Uh, now we're getting a little too. We had to do like inside. Jokey. We did that like comic store playlist a long time, like our third podcast. Yeah, we had to do like Son of Tales of the Comic Store. We should, we should, and reach out to people who used to work. Yeah, that would be a good idea. Yeah, I know people that would want to do that. Yeah, this was my shining gem of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been up and down during this quarantine. Mm-hmm. Got some bad, couple bad things in news. My sister went in, had an appendicitis, yeah. and had to get surgery this week. Yeah. She's fine. She's doing good. She had to get a COVID test, so yeah. she's part of those numbers, and she was negative. Mm-hmm. She said it hurt like a bitch. Yeah. But she's doing well. One thing that brought me up was surfboard! Woo! Yes. I saw that. I was like, whoa. Apocalypse Care Package. And that was one of the free May 1st, uh, band, not free, Bandcamp uh, uh, releases. And surfboard's out of New York. And they're pretty much trashy garage punk, I yes. would say. So Bubble Girl, uh, it's fun, it's catchy, guitar-driven punk. And one thing that I like, I'm like, this release just sounds different. It's like mm-hmm. a little more polished, yeah, but not taking away from anything. And yeah. they have more backing vocals. I think that was like throwing me. I feel like it's they got a slightly higher recording budget, so they were able. Yeah, to, yeah. Bubble Girl's really fun. It's really cool. As I said, that's why I'm like, oh, backing vocals. Still have no basis. Yeah. Bad Intel, one of my favorite songs. 
more or less about misinformation, um, cool guitar riffs, nice backing vocals. I like learn to be a human being. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Macho dildo, fucking awesome. Dildo, haha. Devo, yay. They, yeah, they reference a. Uh, uh, Jocko oh. Homo. Yeah, yeah, I did like that. Um, it's more or less like just assholes and mm -hmm. just it's like living in today's world more or yeah. less. Like the, it's just so divided and everyone hates each other. And then it kind of takes like a left turn, a little breakdown after a minute, and it's talking about the haters falling in love. And I yeah. actually thought that was really yeah. cool. Wave. Uh, it almost has that lesbian love. Lesbian. Mm -hmm. lesbian. Uh, a little bit in the beginning kind of has that reminiscent uh, beat to mm -hmm. it. I like that it's like life is beautiful. It's very like upbeat and happy. I yeah. totally dig it. It's cool. My favorite song is Stupid Party. Mine too. I like, uh, I don't care if you call me names. I'm a big girl. I don't care. Yeah. In the beginning, more or less. Which Victor's like, I don't like that they call her names. <laughs> Um, it's really cool. My uh, my other favorite lyric is snor snorting coke off the that, floor. That was my favorite, yeah. <laughs> and it's just like how stupid, mm -hmm. you know, like the stupid shit you did in your past mm -hmm. or she's telling a story about a party. Yeah. And I think it's a bit of both. Both, both, yeah. But I thought this is fantastic. It's just what I needed. It's not angry. It's just trying mm -hmm. to find like peace and love in the world in some weird mm -hmm. way. It, as I said, it's a smidge more produced sound-wise, but it still has that like raw garage punk sound. It mm -hmm. still has all that energy. I thought it was fantastic. It's really what I, I needed. It's it wasn't like we're all gonna die, like yeah. fuck the government. It was more just kind of being mm -hmm. a little more positive, not saying yeah. so much, but um, it just kind of is rolling mm -hmm. with the times. And I like. I'm trying it. to find something, but I'm not ignoring you. I didn't think you, you were. All right, no, then I'm ignoring you. <laughs> but yes. Um, Apocalypse care package mm -hmm. surfboard. Uh, it's becoming that and Freon have become like two of my yeah. favorite releases. It's good shit. And Danny Miller's awesome. Yeah. You tell Victor he plays his cards right, they might be a stepmom. Yeah, I know, right? Except I'm going to capture her, put her in a box. <laughs> Me and Great Kitty, and we're going to. That's all right. We're going to. Uh, I'll be in Minneapolis uh, <laughs> farming foxes. Oh. Oh, Lord. What am I looking for? Something with X? I mean... Yes. Oh, what? What? Fucking A. Anyway, talk, talk amongst yourselves. One thing that was really cool that came out around my birthday was a new Whiskers Are We that, uh... Oh. What's her name? McKinnon? Kate McKinnon. Oh, Kate that's McKinnon right. did a, Oh, that was a, a, the best. A quarantine Whiskers Are We. And it yeah. was pretty fucking awesome. It was just her cat, and she's yeah. like... <laughs> I like when she takes the mustache. Yeah. I like when she's like, this one's Felina Apple. Yeah. And <laughs> she dropped a... I forget what it was, but it was a, to do with poop. I forget the one. I don't remember. It's like, this has been... He's a, she's a, a dominatrix. He's in the BDSM and, and ding-dong torture. <laughs> oh, no, that's right. It was... Button damn mice. Silly mice. Damn silly mice. The other one was into... Um, Pee, like pissing on their partner <laughs> and taking <laughs> towards It was like insane. No, I loved it. Yeah. It was funny as shit. Back to the music. Back to the music. X. So X. X. I love X. I love X. I don't, I feel like if you're by some grace of God, I found this podcast and you're listening. You're like, who is X? X. You, you, you got to know X. Yeah. X are. John Doe and Exine Cervenka. Whatever. And uh, DJ Bonebreak and Billy, Billy Zoom. Zoom. Yes, we've we saw X together, correct? Yeah. Yes, which she was like smoking backstage, and we're, yeah. she was like, ah, yeah. Basically. So I think they did a little work on her vocals. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, but yes, I I like X a lot. They um, so X the quintessential are one of my favorite early punk rock bands. <laughs> yes, 
So this is Alphabet Land? Yes. Fat Possum Records came out at some point in the last two weeks. I don't remember. I think it came out, yeah, April, end of April or something. End of April. Um, and they actually moved this up because of COVID, like everything else. They were going to release it in the mm-hmm. fall. It's and really they were gonna, good. They were going to be touring at this point for this album. Okay. And, of course, everything happened, so they didn't. So this is their first full-length album in eight years since uh, Jesus in 1993. Although they put out, like, an EP. In and they eight put years? Out, what? In eight years, or you said 18 years? It's their eighth album, sorry. Oh, okay. I probably did say eighth year, so. I was like, 1993, that's a lot. Nah. I just graduated college, and I have a pocket full of hopes and dreams. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to be a, I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> There's, um, I get, all right. So, Alphabet Land. Yes. This album's pretty fucking good. I, I was thoroughly impressed. Like, won a lot of, like, old punk bands. Or old well, bands in general, yeah. when they put out new albums, you're like, eh, it'll be like one or two good songs. Oh, I'm like, yeah, I'm always like... Huh. You're like, eh. Because especially when they're an older band, like, this could be it. Yeah. And they like, could flame out. Yeah. And, um, but this, this was really good. It was like reminiscent of like Los Angeles <laughs> X, Very reminiscent of X. Well, they are X. Yeah. And much like, we'll say, Surfport, I think there's a little more production in this because the sound yeah. was fuller. Like, the guitars were fucking insane on yeah. this. Yeah, and they had to do ver- work on vocals because, yeah. like, yeah. Zine's got to be... Her, she's got to she, be in her 70s. She's in her late 60s. So everyone is in their late 60s except Billy is... Billy Zoom is 72. Wow. Which, remember when, like, 70 was, like, the life expectancy? Pretty much, yeah. Which, and now it's it's nothing. And, I know, it's cray, cray, but, cray, as the kids say. It's lit. <laughs> And also, it's weird before you go, when you do the math, you know, that like LA punk scene, it was like all kids. They were like almost pushing 30, all of them, when yeah. that happened, which, you Agreed. know. Agreed, yeah. They, 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 you know, there's been like a litany of shit written, but essentially, it's the idea that because like like John Doe and Exene were, like they were older, mm-hmm. they were the mom and dad of like all those kids. Opened up with Alphabet Land, the title track, which is, is kind of sing-songy. But really good. It's, it's like very classic acts. It takes a little bit to go on, get into it. But then I feel like once they hit the second song, Free, mm-hmm. it totally clicks on full. Also, I agree, yeah. And I think that's because it's they don't really do like the, the harmony in Alphabet yes. Land. Um, I like when they do the harmony together. Yeah, I think that's a very key. Mm-hmm. There's We're going to describe X, like, you know, one of the key features, the dual vocalists, the harmonies. Mm-hmm. Flirting with rockabilly when it doesn't straight up cross over. Yeah, which they did the little turn to country later yeah. in their career. But that's like all we talked about that. Yes, I think almost all punk bands they stick around long enough become country bands. Mm-hmm. Two songs are my favorite songs, and I have a funny story. Water and wine. That was cool. Yeah. It was very cool, and a strange life, mm-hmm. which well, has they a, covered themselves in one song too. With a couple, yeah. Okay. Um, so water and wine. Both these songs already have something in common, and I couldn't quite... They're like, these songs both remind me of other songs. Okay. Now, now, Strange Life, I still haven't figured out what it reminds me of exactly, although I, I have a theory. Okay. So, embarrassingly, Water and Wine, I'm like, I can almost hear the song this reminds me of. I was waiting for you to come over, so I put on Los Angeles, and Nausea came on. And Exeed's vocals and nausea and like this are the same. And it's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, right. yeah, no, that, that's. I told so, you, like a lot of the Los Angeles, yeah. like, it was very reminiscent um, of that, which is my favorite X album. Yeah, two. there are two songs on here that um, 
have appeared previously. So Delta 88 Nightmare. Which was um, on, I believe, Los Angeles. Yeah, it's like a da- 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 Which I love. Like, we're going to get... Where I was like, this isn't a new song. That's how I was. Although it is more... There's more work in it. Yeah, more updated. And then Cyrano de Berger's Back is the other song that's on Los Angeles. It's not my... It wasn't my favorite then. It wasn't my favorite now. Yeah. Star Chambered. Love it, love it, love it. Awesome guitars. Sort of about paths that could have been if they hadn't become rock stars. Yeah, it's a cool song. John Doe does sort of a riff in there like based on 16 tons. Yes, yes. Like, I don't like being drunk on the road. Um, and yeah, really good. And Goodbye Year Goodbye. Also good. So every song is good. It's hard to say. All these songs have a lot of energy. They yeah. kick. They're fun. Then we come to the last song on the album. Is that her spoken word stuff? Yeah, so... Well, she's a poet, too, so oh, I know she's... Oh, I love this song, by the way. So yeah. so the last song, very All Lydia the Lunch. Time in the World. Yeah, Very Lydia Lunch. I actually checked to make sure it was Xene. Mm-hmm. And it is... I wasn't sure, because the first thing that popped yeah. in my head, I'm like, Lydia Lunch, but I know she would collaborate with Lydia Lunch. She did a yeah. lot of spoken so word. It's a, yeah, it's a spoken word. It's a like a beatnik coffeehouse jazz yeah, piece. Yeah, it's awesome. There's stand-up bass and piano accenting, and it's Xene doing this... Spoken word. It's musings on getting older and becoming... And the last line of the, the poem is, All the time in the world turns out not to be much at all. Yeah. And I'm like, Ooh. fuck. And seriously, I was like, oh my God. It's largely about people falling by the wayside. And when you're young, you have all these possibilities. But as you get older... Mm-hmm. And they make two references. One about needles. One about screeching metal. And I wonder if those are references to Darby Crash and her sister who died in a car accident. Oh, maybe. I don't like, respectively. Yeah, this is a really good, really solid album. The album it reminded me of, spiritually, okay. we'll say, because it was a very similar thing. That Pixies album that I reviewed in, like, 2018. Okay. And that it's the same band, like, things are slightly different musically, and it's, like, sort of a slight evolution. Mm-hmm. In this case, like I said, seems her vocals are the most different. Yeah. She really reminded me of Debbie Harry. Yes. Yeah, that's right. That's the other thing at times. Very like, oh. much Debbie Harry. Yeah. Whenever a band comes out, it's like... You're like, eh. That was like Pollinator. I, I mean, I never really listened to Pollinator. Yeah. Um, but when we saw Blondie uh-huh. and Garbage Live, I was like, wow, these some of these newer songs are actually yeah. pretty good. It, 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 you know, it's his fan base and all, and I know you're not the biggest fan, but... Because Nick Cave has never really... I don't hate Nick Cave. Yeah. I, I I wish I could like She's Nick wearing Cave. a I hate Nick Cave. No, shirt. I have a Phillies hoodie on in my beer gut. For... Phillies like, Philly hates Nick Cave. <laughs> yep, that's what it and says. And I love foxes. Yes. X, you know, went away for eight years. Yeah. But, and, you know, they came back solid. What did we see him for the 35th anniversary? I, I have think, the t-shirt. Yeah, I forget. And I just... 25th, 35th? I want to say he was 30th. I almost saw them with Blondie at um, The Man... Yeah. But it was like entirely too. Like and I think they bucks. were opening for either they were opening for either opening for garbage on one of the tours, or they were opening hmm. on that Blondie garbage tour. They they, they might have been the openers for the West Coast version. Maybe, which would awesome. But anyway, it's like Nick Cave is someone who's sort of not. He's not quite gone away, and he's gonna do something weird. I don't think he's gonna fuck up. And then the other one, like like the fact that David Bowie, everyone gave up for mm-hmm. dead and. Then he just started making it. Well, he made two albums. But yeah, a lot of people, like, they just, you know, they delay. They come up with an album and, like... I don't know if it's we're getting older and we appreciate music more than we would as teenagers or whatever. But, like, whenever, like, a a band that's been around for a while put out a new album, Mm -hmm. you're like, "Eh." and it was just never good enough. 
But I would never expect like a band like X to put out like something as yeah good as it. it, it I is. mean, seriously, yeah, me too. I I mean, like in their late sixties and stuff, and still yeah. be like kind of be relevant. Mm-hmm. It's kind of yeah. interesting. But as I said, it might be us, you know, with our old people. Yeah. Well, here's here's an interesting thing to bring up X. So about still being relevant, the fact that probably half the bands out there have either. There are bands out there who are influenced by X who have no idea who X are. You know what I yeah. mean? So that's tough. Like, I hear that music in a million different bands. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyway. Well, there was... This isn't quite a thing. Um, this was a near miss. Okay. So I had... Um, oh, incidentally, talking about old people putting out music. Stones released a song called well, Living in a Ghost Town. Okay. And they're putting out an album. Huh. I was like, eh. Good? Yeah, I was like, eh. Eh. It wasn't bad. It's just not. Just not your thing. Yeah. Like good for them for putting something out, but. So at one point I had, you know, like like Bandcamp will recommend music from mm-hmm. other artists. Yeah. I had found like something and I bookmarked it. It's called Alyssa the Comic Book Girl. Okay. And it was a picture of a. F- you know what a fuda is? No. It's a it's an anime term. Okay. And essentially, it's a a woman with a very large penis. Penis? Yes. So it's a dude. I don't know if it's quite like a trans person or not. It's okay. its own thing. But it's a weird... And it's like everything okay. getting his sexual. Whatever. So it's like a futa with a big dick sitting on a chair. And, what and I this? thought it was some weird experimental album. Like, Okay. It's not. It's a bizarre sex recording. <laughs> and then I like... I look. Yeah, I, I wish I was that funny because it's like... It's like a clip. It was like, oh, that's weird. And then it was like, instead of like buy digital album, it was like subscribe twenty nine ninety nine a month to Patreon. <laughs> what? That was my response. And it, I listened. And it's like. So then you subscribed. <laughs> yes. No. If I had to subscribe, the door would have been locked. I would have let you in. I'd be like, do my homework. Yeah, Give me oh, two me, minutes. Bring Gatorade. I'll feel good. <laughs> there are all these weird like. A lot of them are like growth and shrinking fetish fantasies. And the one I listened to was, it was she like Alyssa was a. A, a video game streamer and every time she she scored up like a, a point her dick got bigger and her tits got larger <laughs> and it's not funny and it's weird and there's all sorts of one like uh, yeah i think someone is a patreon member no it's just so bizarre <laughs> and it's a shame not a shame but anyway mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. anything else um, I watched Wreck-It Ralph Breaks the Internet. Yeah, oh, it's a good, a classic. It was, I never saw it before. Victor, it was, uh, we do Friday night movie night, uh-huh. and uh, we watched Arctic Dogs last night, yeah. but we're like a half hour left. Eh, not mm-hmm. the greatest movie, but he kind of liked it. Um, but we loved Wreck-It Ralph, yes. Breaks the, or Re- Ralph Breaks the Internet. Uh-huh. I love Sarah Silverman. Yeah. So I was like, hey, Victor, uh-huh. this is Sarah Silverman. Yeah. You would love her her comedy yes. but i thought it was fantastic uh-huh. we were laughing so hard we were crying it's good i like it yeah. <laughs> especially with the princesses that's the best part the princesses <laughs> and um and victor will be like i'm trying when they're trying sarah silverman's character is trying to do like a song they're like you didn't have a song he's like yeah. i want a steering wheel victor thinks yeah. it's the funniest uh-huh. thing but the princesses were amazing it's hilarious I'm like what is it they're talking about have you ever have you ever stared longingly into a pool of water and <laughs> Most of all, as a man ever told you, saved you. No, my favorite. You've like, never been kidnapped. <laughs> yeah, but the, the princess is the hands down the best. It's hilarious. Especially when, when Merida from uh, uh, shit the uh, it's 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 like fair Pixar. 
The one, the, uh, the, the Irish woman from Pixar. Brave? She's like, but Sarah Silverman. I like that Gal Gadot was like uh, the... Was she Jasmine? Or? She No, she wasn't a princess. She was the one with a car. Like, oh, yeah, like the Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, person. it was pretty awesome. Yeah. But it was it was a good movie. Oh, yes. I would recommend if you have some kids and you're not a really... A child of all ages. If you're not really into kids' movies. Because you know what I will never fucking watch? What? Wally. I knew you were going to say that. Because <laughs> you don't have a heart. I don't. You have two eyes to cry <laughs> and a heart to bleed. <laughs> I did watch uh, Despicable Me, which was pretty funny. Yeah, pretty I watched good. the first one. It's cute. I know I they made it. like a million of them. I know. Victor likes it. So. Yeah. Yeah, so that's about it. All you right. know, you know, rocking and rolling and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, Westworld, Foxes, um, mm, mm, school. I have my, uh, I start my summer class. Oh, me too. Week. Next week I get a whole week off before I start class again. Yeah, mine is human sexuality. Oh. Mm. It's like, this is a vagina. This is a... What was the thing with the... Fuda? Oh, this is a Fuda. Fuda. You go, uh, actually, it's not, you know... I'm like, I know things. I know things. It's a Fuda. You could have a lolly Fuda, could you? And um, a big uh, thumbs up. I know my friend Allie would probably never listen no. to this, but she graduated nursing school, oh, so that's awesome. Yeah. So uh, we'll see if I, I... I didn't even know nursing school was still going on. Yeah. I have no idea what they're going to do with all the uh-huh. stuff that's going on, but I'm on the list to go in. Oh, good, yeah. In fall, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. Word yeah. up. All right, let's wrap but, this one up, I think. Let's wrap it up. Trash House Street. Trash Jamie. Street. See you soon. Goodbye. Bye. Finnegan.